From New Studio 110 at the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Niche, a podcast about unique interests. I'm Joey Lovato. This week, I sit down and talk with my friend David Calvert. He is also the producer on the show, and when he's not doing that, he is a professional photographer or a teacher. Just a heads up, there are a few curse words in this episode, so you've been warned. And if he signs me, then I'll be alone. I hope and pray that he will. But today I am still just a bill. You mean even if the whole Congress says you should be allowed to... All right, so uh, welcome to the second Niche Talk. Uh, I'm here with David Calvert. David? Hey, uh, Joey. How's it going? I'm doing well. Good. Um, And you are uh, a producer. You help with the website. You kind of just, you're the all-around help with stuff guy. Yeah, uh, I am. Uh, I used to be one of your teachers, and now uh, I'm going to play around with niche podcasts because uh, I like weird shit as much as you do. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk here. I brought you in today to talk about um, fantasy sports, um, and I know you've played some interesting fantasy sports in the past. So, uh, I've played pretty much every fantasy sport, and when we were trying to figure out, like, I mean, this is sort of my street cred. What's the the really random weird thing that I'm into? Fantasy sports are popular and everybody plays them, but um, I've taken it beyond the like weekend fantasy baseball or fantasy football, I should say. That's probably more popular. And so I played fantasy baseball, fantasy football, fantasy basketball, fantasy golf, fantasy English Premier League soccer, um, and fantasy Congress, which is I think the one that piqued your interest the most. Yeah, I I'm what what is fantasy Congress? <laughs> so. So in 2006, um, there was a grad student at a school in California. I think it was uh, like Claremont something or other. Um, she, for her like final project, created a, uh, a fantasy sports simulation game that used members of um, the House and the Senate. And you scored points based on um, uh, their legislative success. So if they were able to get anything passed... Uh, their noteworthy news mentions. So if they were in a scandal or something cool happened and they like ran for president uh, and then whether or not they voted on things and if they co-signed bills and there was like just a bunch of different really geeky, like hardcore political stuff. And I gambled on it with (laughs) friends who were also interested in um, politics. How much money did you put on this? Uh, Like 30 bucks. Okay. It wasn't, I've been playing a lot of fantasy sports. This is the first year I've like, we raised the fantasy baseball of my like keeper league to fifty dollars, okay. and I'll explain what a keeper league is. I should. Yeah, I don't know what that is at all. So, in a fantasy keeper league, you maintain your players from season to season. Oh. Okay. So eight years ago, um, a bunch of buddies of mine, mostly journalism students, but some guys I went to high school with who like sports, started a fantasy baseball keeper league. Uh, we named it after one of our instructors at the University of Nevada. Uh, we called it the Warren LaRude Experience, <laughs> which is total insider. Um, but uh, you start by drafting a team, and then each year we're allowed to keep a set number of players. Are some of those players like not playing anymore? Yeah, so you don't keep every player every year. Okay, People okay. retire, get hurt, move on. But I've had like Miguel Cabrera from the Detroit Tigers has been on my team this entire time. Like he's Miggy is my team. Okay. So it's keeper league, and the idea is that you look like try to identify prospects early, and then you hang on to them as long as you can. Okay. So this is this is like something that you have to like put a lot of time into to like see the up and coming talent. Yeah, I mean, I I wake up every morning and I'm checking some fantasy sport and like Twitter and email and <laughs> what. Okay, like, I don't understand, like, what visually fantasy sports is, though. Like, is it a, is it a spreadsheet, or... 
Yeah, I mean, it started. <laughs> so the sort of the history of this was a bunch of guys in New York City wanted to create like a. a I should clarify. I'm saying fantasy sports, but my girlfriend requires me requires me when I speak about it to call it my fake team. So this is my fake baseball team because it's <laughs> it's it's not real. That's I mean, yeah. uh, and I'm not much of an athlete. So. <laughs> Uh, in New York, and there's an ESPN documentary on this that's going to do a better job explaining it than I will. Um, they started a league where they would calculate hits, runs, home runs, batting average, <laughs> and oh, there's the fifth thing in a five by five rotisserie league. That's what they call it. Okay, rotisserie. and so those are like basically points. Yeah. So you you take metrics for whatever the sport is, and then you get points for those metrics, and then at the end of the season you add up the points, and whoever has the most. And so the it's, category. it's basically just purely point based. So like whoever has the most points won that game. Yeah. Okay. It's a point based game. Okay. You can get really hardcore with it. So does every fantasy sport like have its own um, specific set of rules to apply points? Like is it like every league? Yeah. So we should. I want to go back to fantasy congress for a second yeah. though. <laughs> So this is a grad student's project. Yes. And you played it with the grad student or just with a no, bunch of friends? No, so they put it online and they were like, I want to see if people are into this. Fantasy sports are cool. And I had a friend who was at the time interning for Senator Reed, And okay. she was like, hey, do you want to play Fantasy Congress? And she knew I played all these other fantasy sports. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I totally have time for this. Um, uh, and so we drafted congressmen. And they had it broken down. <laughs> This is already so good. Wait, what was the team size? Uh, so you had, I think, four senators and four congressmen. Okay. And you had, they broke them down into categories. It might have been six, but, but they were basically like top tier senators. Okay. So your Reeds, your Carries, your Clinton at the time. Um, I'm sure there were Republicans as well in the Senate, but I didn't draft <laughs> any of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then you had like, Junior senators. Okay. Um, and then same thing in Congress. Uh, they had like top tier guys, mid tier guys, low tier guys. And it was based on their projected points. So like, for instance, Diane Feinstein was one of my early round picks in that. The senator from California, I knew who she was because I used to live in California. Nevada's next California, obviously. Uh, she cosigns like everything. And so I put her on my team because I was like, well, that's, I'm going to get crazy points. Yeah. And then I had Harry Reid. Uh, I think I had John Kerry. Um, See, it's a big name. Yeah. I had Kerry in the election year, which was. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I won that year. Um, okay. Did you play for more than one year? We did two or three years. Okay. And she, the, the grad student killed the project eventually because she graduated. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like would love to play. I think it'd be really funny. Yeah. So I'm, Especially in this year's election. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, anytime there's, like, controversy or, I mean... Well, because it wasn't one of the things that you were telling me earlier was you got points for media mentions. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was just, like, they had a formula to calculate when someone was doing something newsworthy. So, so did you have to go out and then find that and then, like, put it into the formula? No. The way she had set it up is all automatic, which oh, is wow. why... So when fantasy sports took off is when it went from, like, a guy having to add up stuff on a spreadsheet on his own every week to the internet just compiling your scores. So wait, once you have a player, basically, you don't have, you just sit back and watch the, watch the numbers come in and they make trades and stuff. Yeah. So what draws you to fantasy sports? A complete lack of athleticism. And just... <laughs> 
the desire to pay attention to to sports in a way that isn't gambling because that's unhealthy. Um, and I actually don't watch a lot of sports anymore. Like I don't go home and turn on the game and drink a beer at night. So if I'm going to interact with baseball, which I do a lot of because I like baseball, I just don't watch it anymore as I've gotten older. Um, it gives me a chance to like keep track of what's happening. So yeah. it's, it's cool. It's a fan experience. Yeah. Um, I think, so when I was really young, uh, I used to get this newspaper called, uh, baseball weekly, um, weekly publication that covered baseball put out by USA today, I believe. Okay. And in the back, they would have all of these little ads for like, come play our fantasy sports league. And you would pick players off of a sheet and you'd like circle their box. It was like a Scantron test and you'd like okay. fill in the bubbles and you'd have to pick the best guy in the group of 10 in the first round and the group of 20 in the second round. And so I would always compile these fake teams and then I wouldn't send them anywhere. I would just like try and make the best team possible and okay. then like enjoy it for myself. Uh, and then I got into video games cause I was 12 and my favorite part of playing sports video games wasn't the gameplay. It was making the team so we would always draft and make these fake teams oh, okay and then simulate the season oh okay okay yeah um and so that's sort of what i'm doing when i play fantasy sports now. So it's just older just yeah doing it and like doing it in an uh, quote-unquote adult manner <laughs> yeah with friends and yeah, not like yeah. by myself yeah it's um, lo although it's lonely i had a friend uh my best friend from like middle school i'd go over to his house and we would make fake teams and then simulate seasons and like that was just our, our that's thing that's so nerdy yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love that. uh even crazier than this so fantasy sports like kind of makes sense they're accepted there's fan duel and yeah, daily fantasy it, sports it, it and it's like, like it's a thing you've heard of it but in the 70s there used to be this thing called stratomatic i have stratomatic yeah <laughs> i have stratomatic i have the 2001 season of stratomatic so it still exists now, and yeah. the idea is that the oh players God. are on little, like, discs. They're on and cards, the, yeah. Yeah, the discs or the cards or whatever have probabilities for outcomes, and then you would simulate game by game, season by season, however much you wanted to dive into it, more fake sports. So did you, how did you do in Fantasy Congress? I'm curious. I'm going to go back to this, because I'm, I'm just <laughs> so curious. Because the other stuff's more mainstream. Fantasy yeah, yeah. Congress is when it got weird. I, well, I would say... Uh, okay, I did some research before you came in here. There is fantasy sport for everything. Everything has a fan. There, there is, there is fantasy disc golf. That's crazy. There's, Are there, who do you even follow for fantasy disc golf? I don't know. Okay, because... There was a website, fantasy disc golf. You can look it up. Fantasydg.com if, if anyone wants to find it. <laughs> um, there, I mean, there's fantasy fishing. Yeah, I Like bass fishing. Because they have tournaments. There's fantasy surfing. Like, yeah, I don't even... any, anytime there's a competition, you're just going to decide who's going to get the most points and who's going to win. Um, the year I did fantasy European soccer. Uh, that's a big one. Yeah. I know that's huge. I couldn't find anyone to play, so it was just like me and some strangers. And it's oh. not as much fun if you're not playing with people you like can interact with. Yeah, because then you can shit basis. talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> usually when I'm in like a public league, it just sort of falls apart a couple weeks in because no one cares. Um, <laughs> and then that's it, the yeah, end of it? That's but it. Like, have you won money doing this? Oh, yeah. I've lost more money than I've won. But <laughs> the best part is definitely drafting and creating the team. And then after that, it's kind of like, well, they're hitting home runs or they're not hitting home runs. Yeah, that yeah. one we just sort of like, you just let it sit. Okay. But at the end of the year, somebody won 100 bucks, and that was cool. Okay. Um, it's fake sports, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. I, don't, I barely understand real sports. 
Uh, I was <laughs> so I was listening to a podcast this morning because what you do in a niche podcast is talk about other podcasts. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I was about to bring up another podcast. Uh, it was the Jonah Carey show. Uh, Jonah Carey uh, used to be a writer at Grantland. And he's done stuff for ESPN, Sports Illustrated. And now he's on the Nerdist uh, family, and he interviewed. Um, one of the editors over at uh, Wired. Roto-Wire. I was close. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they were talking about a league they're in. They call it the League of Leagues. And it's a combined fantasy baseball, fantasy basketball, fantasy football league where everybody competes in all three leagues and you can trade players between leagues. And depending on how you finish in each league, it goes towards points towards the final total. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and it's like, so the idea that you could trade um, Adrian Peterson, a football player. Yep. Joey. Okay. Uh, for, I actually heard of him. Yeah. Kevin Durant, a basketball, basketball player. player. Look at me. For, <laughs> can you name a baseball player? Marvin Bernard. Wow, that is some like... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Favorite player on the Giants uh, some, in 2005. Yeah, some, some mid-aughts Giants uh, trivia you for you. So, I mean, you could trade... Between sports, and it's a keeper league, which means it's going to last season to season. You keep your players, you trade them off as you go. Okay. Um, I really want to play in a league like that. I don't think that exists yet in a like public format. But that's, I mean, someday that's the dream is to find my closest, nerdiest eight friends and just play one year-round fake game. If, if, would you tell me to play it, even though I don't like sports? Would you be like, you should try this? If you're really into math, it's kind of cool. It's like people who play Scrabble that don't speak... I mean, I'm English. an econ minor. I actually like numbers. So. Yeah, so you could look for trends and like really get into the analytics of baseball. Before Grantland was shuttered, they did a uh, in-house fantasy team for or fantasy league for reality TV shows. Okay. And like, you got points if you won The Bachelor. If you picked That's like so great. the girl that was going to win The Bachelor or the guy oh that was going to win The Bachelorette. And uh, they did the real world road rules challenge involved in it. They had a bunch of them. It was. Uh, yeah, so like I have zero interest in any MTV programming, but I listen to the podcast about the weekly fantasy updates on That's The Bachelor awesome. and Real World MTV. So All right. Anything else? No, man, this was fun. I look forward to many more uh, yeah. niche podcasts. Uh, David will probably be co-hosting some of them, so keep an ear out for him. Yeah, hi. Welcome. Yeah. This is this is David. <laughs> this is this is your introduction, if nothing else. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for helping with the podcast, uh, and uh, thank you guys for listening. This episode was produced and edited by myself, Joey Lovato. The music in this episode was A Mirror, A Storm by People With Bodies. You can find Niche Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, as well as on our website, nichepod.com. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at NichePod. If you could go and rate and review us on iTunes, that would really help a lot. I hope you guys enjoyed today's Niche Talk with producer David Calvert.